that's all the way up to C5, male high C. Hey everyone, welcome to the very, very, very first episode of our vocal analysis series. My name is Ivan, I'm a voice teacher based from Down Under in Australia. And the reason why I wanted to start this series is some of you who have been checking out, you know, the singing community or been checking out a ton of these kind of YouTube singing videos, you'll notice there has been a big, big, big influx of vocal coach reacts videos. And I know, you know, they get tons of engagement and they're great for entertainment value, but this series is going to be slightly different. We're not going to focus so much on the entertainment side. We're here to become world-class learners and study the heck out of these performances because the one thing that I've always kind of thought, which was interesting is, isn't it crazy how we get access to these resources for free? Performances like this, where we used to have to pay to access we now can access freely on the internet. And so this is such a great resource for us to study. So today we're actually going to be studying Brian McKnight, who, you know, for those of you who have not listened, Brian McKnight is an amazing, amazing singer. And there's just so much for us to learn. And this is his live rendition of 6, 8, 12. Now, I'm not going to go through the whole song and just like, you know, go, wow, this is amazing. I'm actually going to go through very specific sections. I've gone through the song before and share some of my takeaways and share some of the things that I've learned from this performance and give you some actionable things because the more we can study the greats, the more we can stand on the giants, we can take some of the stuff that they're doing and put it into our own pocket. Now, heads up, you know, I'm, I'm not Brian McKnight. Um, he's got such a great voice and I'm not trying to be Brian McKnight, but I am trying to take some things and study and put them into my pocket. And so I'll be sharing my take on this, but I'd love to welcome yours. And so if you've got a different take to mine, or maybe you've observed something different through this performance, drop it into the comments below. And if you have any suggestions on maybe what I should study or break down next, drop it in the comments below as well. I'd love to study and break them down for you as well. So let's actually start here. So this song starts off with a bit of an intro, which is actually quite different to the original song. So let's have a listen. Do you ever think that Anybody ever felt like that? Anybody? Can you ask it again? Do you ever think about me? Oh, 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 oh. oh yeah. Then you might get angry with it like this right here. So that was actually a really, really cool segue to lead into the very, very first song, uh, the first section of the song. And a couple of things that we can already take from here. And the biggest thing that really stood out to me is number one, context guides your vocal colors. And what I mean by this is when you listen to the context, when you're listening to the, the emotion that's trying to be displayed, your vocal color has to match that. Like even at the beginning when he was starting off, it was like more of like this intimate kind of longing feeling. And that's why he started off a lot, lot softer. You know, he wasn't going, do you ever think about me? He's going to, he was kind of going, do you ever think about me? It was kind of a lot softer, um, a lot, lot softer. And then when he goes to this part, did you make it angry with like this right here? Do you ever think all of a sudden it goes in these crazy high notes. And so the most important takeaway here is your context is going to guide some of the colors that you're singing. So maybe when you're playing with your own music, or maybe if you're covering the song, right, 
take note of the context of the song. Is this meant to be strong? Is this meant to be loud? Is this meant to be angry? Is this meant to be powerful? And then you want to match your vocal colors to it. Because I find that a lot of people tend to kind of, you know, just, they just sing and they don't really think about this. But if you can be intentional, you know, if this is an intimate piece, okay, I could make my voice more intimate. Our voice is just another instrument. So uh, that's one of the first things. The second thing that was really, really cool is his falsetto is really, really, really strong. Especially if you check out here. That's a high C in a falsetto, which for some guys is actually pretty challenging to hit. This is actually going to be important, especially if you want range, especially if you want to hit those high notes well. You want to start off by really developing your falsetto. Uh, in my program, The Fundamentals of Singing, we talk a lot about how the more you can stretch your falsetto, the more you can hit some of those high notes later on in a full voice. And we'll actually hear this in the first verse. Here, tackle some high notes full. But one of the first steps here is see if you can stretch your falsetto and take it up as high as you can. And so then let's jump over to the very first verse. And it kind of starts here, 145. Do you ever think about me? Do you ever cry yourself to sleep? In the middle of the night when you away Are you calling out for me? Do you ever reminisce? I can't believe I'm acting like this I know it's crazy How I still can feel your kiss nice. So that's the verse one and you know even there there were some serious notes goes up to the B flat. Now, one of the things that really stuck out to me is Brian is really, really awesome at singing softly. Uh, and this is actually kind of counterintuitive because a lot of us, when we're learning how to sing, we're very focused on building strong, powerful high notes. But what's equally important for us is to be able to do this. Do you ever think about me? Do you ever cry yourself to sleep? It's able to, like, it's being able to do that versus, you know, do you ever think about me? Do you ever cry? Like, it's, you don't have to always sing so strong. And so one of the things you can even start playing is, you know, on very, very easy notes, not very, very high, find something that, see if you can sing it soft and loud, build that, you know, build that volume. Like one of the exercises we do in my, my course is we talk about something called the balloon. Being able to go soft to loud. This is a really, really important skill for us as singers. And I find that we often neglect this for some reason. We tend to focus a lot on singing at medium volumes, medium volumes. But we want to be able to sing at all different types of volumes because it allows you to give more colors when you're singing. Practicing lines softly. That's going to be a really, really cool thing you can start playing around with already. And then when he goes up, obviously goes to this high part. How I still can feel your kiss. Hell, I still can feel your kiss. It's not um, it's not an easy line to sing. Actually, it's actually quite high. Goes all the way to the B flat. Now, for some of you who might not be able to hit these notes yet, there are a couple of things that we can do to start working on it. A big one is just see if you can hit those notes in falsetto. Still can feel your kiss. See if you can get those notes in falsetto. And then you can actually start training a bit more strength in your voice. You know, starting low, starting comfortable. But see if you can hit that in a stronger full voice. Yeah. 
see if you can hit that in a fuller voice because that's going to be the strengthening part of your training. And you want to take it up as high as possible using the fundamentals of the voice, right? The ping, the support. Uh, if you don't have those in place, it's going to be really, really hard to get to these notes. So see if you can tackle that. And so then we head into the chorus, which sounds a bit like this. It's been six months, eight days, 12 hours since you've been away. Yeah, yeah. I miss you so much and I don't know what to say. What to say. I should be over you. Should know better, but it's just not the case. It's been six months, eight days, 12 hours since you went away. And so this is a chorus, and actually this part is probably easier than the verse, surprisingly. And some of the things that really stuck out is it's just very, very nice and soft. It's mellow. You know, he's not going, it's been six. He's not kind of singing like that at all. He's kind of going, keeping it really nice and soft and intimate. It's been six Monday days, 12 hours since you went away. It's like so soft and so intimate. Brian, just once again, I'm no Brian McKnight, but he does it so well. So really, you got to practice those softer parts of your songs. You know, a lot of people really dig that sound, especially in pop. And then one of the things that I think could, we could take away is, you know, Brian, you know, does all these crazy things, does all of this agility, which I, you know, I might have to film a separate video on this. But one thing that's really, really cool is the way he finishes some of his phrasing. So if you check out here. That's not the case. Case. It's just a nice way to finish off things. And I thought this was a good one to share because I know a lot of you who are watching this are maybe starting off in your journey. These little flares can add a lot to your singing already. Instead of going case, 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 adding these little things, right? They just add so much intimacy or they add so much feels into the song. And so play around with the way you end your phrasing. Play with, with the way you end your lines. Maybe just adding these little, adding these little things that could be really, really sweet. And so that's pretty much the chorus. Very, very simple, nothing crazy over here. And then we'll go into the bridge. And this is where it gets really, really, really crazy. So let's go to around, I believe it's 350. So that is bridge, obviously very, very crazy. And then there's a key change that comes in afterwards as well. What are some of the key takeaways that I had here? Uh, first of all, over here on this, where is the good? And where is the good? Goodbye. That actually is what we did before in um, verse one. He actually hits that. It's actually a B flat up top, but he's kind of leaning in a bit more here. So, you know, for those of you who can hit these notes, try leaning in with a bit more support, a bit more strength. If you can't, you know, you can still hit in a falsetto or work up to it, work up to this B flat, but it's, it's pretty challenging to sing. Now where is a good in? Goodbye! Crazy, crazy hard phrase, you know, Brian does it so, so much better, but you can actually start working towards it. And I think maybe one of the takeaways here is even if a phrase, you know, doesn't sound exactly perfect yet, or might feel, you know, really challenging for yourself, 
don't shy away from these phrases because they are how you start to build your voice. Now, obviously you're gonna try bringing as much of your technique as much as possible, getting the nice support, getting your ping to be nice and high. All of those are really, really important. And if you don't know how to do this at the moment, check out my course, The Fundamentals of Singing down below. This is where I show you exactly how to do it. But try these lines, give it a try. Don't shy away from it. You know, the worst thing is you just don't get it. Um, but when you try it and you give it a go, sometimes you learn a bit more about your voice. So that's really, really high already. It's actually some of the same things as a verse one. What that then leads to is this really, really cool part up here. What goes all the way to D5. Now that, I wouldn't really call that as a full voice. What, what that is, is it's more of a, um, I think it's more like a stronger kind of head voice. One of the things I share with my clients is, you know, the voice isn't just like, you know, head voice, chest voice, mixed voice. There's, there's like a nice continuum kind of thing. Um, but up there, it's, it's not really a full voice quality, but it's not like, it's not like super breathy. There's like a bit of bite in the sound. And so um, if you really want to nail that part, stretch that falsetto, get it up to the D5 as well. And then see if you can lean in a bit with your support. See if you can lean in with a bit of your support, get a bit of that ping, and then that could get you there. But once again, really, really great place because it's such a climatic part of this song. And then this is what then leads to a bit of a key change. Let's check out the final chorus uh, as the song wraps up. <laughs> there because there's a couple of really really cool things that happened here now obviously the energy has built up after that bridge and even here when it goes up to the high note on i think it's 432 that's all the way up to c5 male high c one really important part is if for those of you who have you know found your mix or you can hit your, those notes in a full voice you gotta make sure you drop your jaw what to say you gotta make sure your jaw drops because if I don't drop it, whoa, whoa, it starts getting a bit harder. So you gotta make sure your jaw drops. What to say? Challenging phrase, but you know, with the right technique, with the support, with the ping, it actually becomes a lot more achievable than you think. And you just gotta get good at making it sound really, really clean. And then obviously the song then wraps up with a bit of a nice kind of closure. And it kind of goes back to that initial feeling, bit of like a circular kind of feeling.
Okay, so that brings us to a wrap. Obviously, Brian is an amazing, amazing singer. And so hopefully you've taken some actionable advice here. Drop it into the comments below. You know, what was that thing that you took out of this performance? What's that thing you can actually take and use and put into your own singing? Was it stretch your falsetto? Get good at stretching your falsetto. Maybe even try leaning a bit of that, your support against that falsetto to see if you can strengthen it. Or maybe it is fixing some of the phrasing at the ends. You know, instead of just going straight, case, just going straight, case adding all these little little details and nuances what was that takeaway for you i'd love for you to drop it into the chat below and if you had something that was completely different for me i'd love to hear in the comments below as well i'm only one person studying this performance but the more we can study this the better we can all become and so i hope this video was useful if you have any performances that you're like hey you'd like ivan to break down and study drop it into the comments below. I'm always checking out these comments. And if you maybe have heard some of the concepts today and you're like, what the heck is Ivan talking about? Or maybe you want to improve your voice faster, check out the links, check out the description. I've got a link to my course, The Fundamentals of Singing, where we tackle a lot of this step-by-step -step, so you don't have to, you know, be in the dark with a lot of this. And if you also want to work with me privately, I've also got the details there. So just check out the links and the description. And I'll see you all for our next episode. Apart from that, take care team, and I'll see you real soon.